1: mad at me or laugh at me. I forgot we are recording and I've been drinking sleepy time tea and getting ready for bed. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, I feel like I have to do one more thing. <laughs> I just in um, that kind of mind space. It, December is crazy.
0: No, December is crazy. Like everybody at my – so every year, the last week of the year, we have a shutdown, a global shutdown. Mm-hmm. But even – so – but before that week, everybody goes off, so which is next week. Right. And so as a result, everyone is just cramming meetings onto my calendar all, right. all day today and Same yesterday. Here. I'm
1: like, what the hell, guys? hmm Let's not. Um, yeah. It's like everybody wants to talk to me now and – same thing with us we give off the last couple weeks is off typically very low hey go Mm -hmm. do your own thing kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and you are they're off afterwards and um so every we are like cramming everything that we do in this week and it's crazy yeah and people want to go there are people who are not doing that and those people are like having happy hours and dinners and they keep inviting me and I'm like, sorry, still working. Oh my God. I like, saw this. Who, how? I, I know. I saw this
0: clip or this like picture that's going around. It's if you plan out your PTO right now in the year yeah. 2020 for the year 2025, you get like, I don't know. Hold on. Let me look. It's something like. a Like several, several nine day weekends, <laughs> like it ends up being something like, wait, hold on. What? It's like if you, yeah, so if you Send take 1, 2, 3, 4, like 5, that. Six, seven, eight, nine, nine, if, if you, there's nine ways for you to take, get like a nine day, nine days oh, off. Oh, I want to know you that. You should, like,
1: you should share it with everybody on our, pod, on our page. I'm sure okay. our listeners want that too. Don't keep it to yourself. Nobody wants to work. Everybody, do you think anybody would work if they didn't have bills to pay? No.
0: Yeah, if I else. didn't
1: have to feed my kid and provide shelter for my dogs and, you know, pay for my retirement, why would I work? I'd be off doing some activism or some, I would actually volunteer whenever I can, whatever I want to. Yeah, Life, exactly. the world would be a better place if everybody just decided to volunteer their time. Exactly. Ugh, you would do whatever, like- you know, floats your boat. Yeah, I yesterday could be I was one week, one year. I could be like a, you know, a scientist. The next, I could do whatever I wanted. Yeah, yesterday I was
0: supposed to be working, and instead I was watching the Vanderpump Rules trailer. I know. <laughs> you told the whole world. <laughs> I told the whole world, and apparently. <laughs> And they were very entertained by it. I was like, the, okay. Yeah. The
1: whole world and Z-Way. I saw that. Impressive.
0: <laughs> listen, we're mad at Z Way because she just got George Santos on her television show. And I'm like, listen, oh no. I get yeah. I get it that we're like laughing at him, but like also you're platforming him when you do stuff like that, Z Way. Please don't. Um. Yeah. But anyway. Um, you want to talk very briefly about the Vanderpump Rules
1: trailer? Do you have any thoughts about it? No, I have zero oh. thoughts about it. It, it <laughs> seemed very chaotic. There's a lot going on. And they're back to the shenanigans. Uh, yes. Everybody is back to hating each other. Yes, which is great. Which just tells me that they all want a redo of their show. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, look, we got a second wind. So let's make a lot of money off of this. Why should it be just Ariana?
0: Yeah. And that's um, it. There's a clip going around from she- Sheena's podcast. I don't know if it's Sheena's podcast or some podcast that Sheena was on, but she's like, <laughs> in classic Sheena fashion. I love her so <laughs> much. In classic Sheena fashion, she's crying. She goes, I don't think Ariana will ever understand how much this breakup affected me. And my ability, my ability to put myself first. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is Sheena Shea is like the top reason why I even watch Vanderpump Rules.
1: She is so Delulu. She is the star. Nobody realizes it. She's the star. She doesn't, she doesn't take sides as much. She just, <laughs> she, she stands out on her own she typically takes the wrong side let's be she honest. she does yeah let's see yeah she takes the wrong side because you know she has a soft spot for the for the losers so yeah. <laughs> ah she, she.
0: anyway um uh you want to talk about potomac did you watch
1: mary to medicine i did but i couldn't get it so my peacock would not play the last five minutes or 10 minutes so oh. i kept I kept reloading it and it would not play. I don't know if anybody else had that issue, but for some reason it would not play the last five or ten minutes.
0: Okay. Well, I took a lot of notes because you did say earlier, I might not watch it and then you'll just have to tell me what happens. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about Potomac first though. Yeah. Okay. Um, Potomac opens up with all of them still talking about this. uh, Was the baby naming ceremony?
1: Yeah. Baby viewing? uh Sip no, see. It's, it's Sip
0: and see. Wendy's Sip and see where Neka's husband's cousin libby
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lebe Le was there to see the baby and so she, <laughs> <laughs> she where she got a gay lay mm-hmm. um, listen I don't care <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't either. I don't care. And like Wendy Wendy then says, Well, were you even there or were you still in, in LA
1: smoking crack? <laughs> in one sentence. She tries to insult NECA, but instead just ended, ends up insulting everybody in everybody in LA because why else? <laughs> You were in LA smoking crack. (laughs) It's such a crazy like crack is not there at all in Potomac and in DC,
0: okay? Just so you know. It's only in LA. (laughs) Yeah. It's as if like there was no crack at uh, no crack at all in the East Coast. We didn't do it here. Um and then you know Giselle because Giselle will take any opportunity to be like uh, you know the morality police when it's not her is like yeah we can't be making accusations about crack that's not okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, the episode prior, she yeah. literally says to Ashley because Ashley's like oh Karen is getting turned up all the time. She's on the whatever like she's drinking or whatever, and or she's like oh she's on the gin and juice or something <laughs> and. And Giselle goes, no, she's on the crack. So I'm like, Giselle, you just, you literally said that Karen was on crack the episode prior. And now you're oh, like, oh, Wendy, don't accuse somebody of being on crack. Like, look, I will say initially when I watched it, I was like, well, we can't be sitting here making accusations about right. black women doing crack. Like, that right. is so problematic. But in speaking with my black friends, they were like – the term itself like the slang is is it is it crack i think it's is it crack or it is it's crack yeah. right and wendy and even me i'm like fucking it up i'm like the slang is is it crack i don't know what it is but it's a slang and wendy's crack is whack. are that's all i know
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, well, i came to this country and i learned from Whitney <laughs> Houston crack is whack <laughs> I'm Queen, Queen immigrants immigrant learned everything about crack from Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. So <laughs> that's, that's all I know.
0: True. That's true. But it's apparently it's a very common phrase that's used. And like Wendy, as usual, never says the slang phrase correctly. Remember the thing she said about like okay. does she like Nicki Minaj? So <laughs> like it's you know, Wendy is as usual, like Wendy's a dork. Like she yeah. <laughs> always thinks that she's landing a thing. And I'm like, Wendy, yeah. No. But they kind of just like disperse. They're like, even the girls are like, this is boring. Yeah. We don't care. Right.
1: <laughs> I think it had potential to blow up, but then Neca couldn't back. There was something that they was lacking. The moment was lacking the the fusion energy it requires to blow up. And it sort of, sort of just simmered away.
0: Yeah. It just was like, okay. And then they're all like – I think it's like,
1: because the DJ started playing music and they started
0: dancing. That's true. Yeah. They started twerking by the pool. And then what did you think about this? When Candace goes up to NECA to be like, hey, are you okay? Like, I don't want you to, yeah, you know, be upset. Right. And Wendy is like, hey, don't talk to her about me. Right. What did you think about this interaction?
1: I – yeah. So – I know that uh Candace was like, Oh, okay, okay. And then afterwards in the in the confessional, she was like, No, I'm gonna talk to whoever I want. But I think Wendy is intimidating <laughs> can Candace. And I'm like, uh, no. Candace can talk to whoever she wants. She has no problems yeah. with NECA. Like, what are you doing, Wendy? Yeah, and also like like
0: what are you doing, Wendy? Like it's so
1: Because Wendy and Candace are like they made a pack, right? They are They are the outside. They are the two that are together. They are the outsiders. They have to go against all of these other other four or five. Yeah, and that they are going to stick to each other. And after the reunion, they are going to stick to each other. But 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 when you're wrong, Candace will call out and say you're wrong, and you better do the same thing to Candace. That's how friendships work. Yes, I agree. I will say that.
0: Candace doesn't love when she's told that she's wrong. So I mm-hmm. feel like because Wendy has kind of like been quiet about things, I think she's probably expecting the same from Candace to be like, hey, Candace, how about you shut the fuck up? Right. Also, I mean, we'll get into it, but Wendy is so fucking scared of her mom. She is so scared. Um, They go. I don't know if it was a dinner or what, but there was a lot of come talk. Oh, okay. That, I blocked that out. You did? It was my favorite, one of my favorite parts of this It Sunday was? Night. Yeah.
1: Because it's it was, Yeah, It was like, uh, maybe I'm getting prudish in my old age. I don't know. It was like, okay, enough. Spit out the calm. <laughs> well, I just felt like, okay, everything is in your mouth. Go wash your mouth. Go brush your teeth. Enough already. I don't want to think about all the men in your life. Well,
0: the two... The thing that cracked me up was, of course, Karen. Karen again is so fucking funny. This entire episode, like they just she Karen she carries the show.
1: Again, people don't realize she carries the show. You cannot say Karen is boring. She is the one that keeps it going. Absolutely, she says she so this this talk- episode too. She, like I said ninth ninth episode of Potomac or fifth episode of Potomac or whatever that was yeah on the ninth Karen, episode
0: of Potomac Karen Huger gave to me um what an Apple give? Play blue check subscription <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it later Apple
1: Play, Apple play uh
0: complaint yeah exactly <laughs> they're talking about the Innocence. Scenes- <laughs> They're talking she, about a lot a lot of semen stuff. Yeah. And I like I said I'm like gross. But again, like I have to say Robin like swallowing mm-hmm. despite the fact that she's like married to a philanderer. Like I just I think she's talking out of memory like way back when
1: is what she means, not now.
0: No, I think she's still <laughs> I think she's still swallowing at Ugh. this point. But Ugh the worst is so that's bad enough because that makes me sad for robin right. like robin is just a sad sack mm-hmm. but then ashley says that she waits until the man falls asleep and then she goes uh, gets up and spits up so she's just laying there in bed with a mouth <laughs> marinating
1: <laughs> marinating Ugh. With, with Ugh. Michael Darby See, juice? This is the part that I just like, for me, it was disgusting. It's like, it's not like, okay, you do this. Or how many of you, whatever, swallow or whatever. And it's a yes or no, and that's fine. But the details, especially <laughs> from Ashley Darby about Michael Darby. Ew.
0: Everything I know about Michael Darby and his ejaculations has been without my consent.
1: Right. <laughs> I don't, it, I don't think of it as the women being sexually active and the women being sexually uh free to talk about it and all of that. That's not what bothers me. It's the fact that I cannot get the image of the men they are talking yeah. about yeah, 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 out yeah, yeah, of yeah. my head. That's yeah. what bothers me.
0: Yeah, correct, correct. Right. Um Karen says <laughs> You have a mouthful of semen holding you hostage. <laughs> She's right. <sighs> oh, Spit <God>. it out. <laughs> um, afterwards they all kind of like hang out and party. And Karen and Candace have or sorry, Robin and Candace have like a nice interaction. And and Robin's like, Candace is like, I really would like to talk to you. Right. Because I want to get things better. Mm-hmm. Then the next morning they go to breakfast. Ashley No and that them. night
1: they even go to her room
0: right Yeah yeah that's what and i Candace said And Candace this
1: is like hanging out wearing her slippers and robbing and yeah. making faces but nobody is fighting really they're all getting along
0: They are getting along right. and um then the next morning Ashley invites them to breakfast and painting and she says that they are all going to paint interpretive or uh anatomically accurate drawings So of what did she think vaginas. they were all
1: going to hold a mirror yeah. And then pain? Is that what her plan was? Yeah, For everybody to get so. naked and hold a mirror? No, no I
0: think that she, she what she said is you can, you're going to put a sheet over your lap, put a mirror under it or whatever or look down and then you can draw whatever you want, right? And she's like, I want you to get, she's like, I want you to get um to know and get close and intimate with your like vagina. And Karen goes, not I. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Karen responds the way I <laughs> Like, yeah. not around y'all. No. <laughs> How does my vagina doesn't want to get to know all of you here. Yeah. <laughs> my vagina wants to be left alone.
0: But they never get down to painting vaginas because instead, Robin has a whole moment so karen is like hey robin you got this really nice suite because apparently you've been going through some stuff so like do you want to tell
1: us what you've been going through she's like what exactly have you been going through because what we feel is you are not sharing that you haven't shared what you were going through before so here's an opportunity for you and like Robin
0: reacts in a way where she's she always comes in on the defense. Like she doesn't react like a normal human being. She gets she up, does. she's she's doing too much. And it's like she's like, Everybody's gonna come at me and go ahead, ask me about one, ask me about one. And Karen again comes down with another great one. She says, It's like Robin is part of a polygamy camp. She all she needs is a bonnet. And she says, Sit your ass down. And Handmaid's
1: tale, tale about polygamy. I, I thought it was oppression. That. I didn't think it was about polygamy. I okay. haven't watched it. But she takes out the handmaid's tail bonnet and she's talking about polygamy. So I was like I mean, Yes, Robin know. does resemble a sister wife. <laughs> and and totally. Very specifically Mary Brown, but yes. But they don't she's not wearing a bonnet. What is no.
0: No, no, she got her, like, misogynist stuff mixed yeah. up. She was like, which one is it? But <laughs> Robin's not really making a point, but then they sort of start to talk about, like, Robin and the – they start to get into the lawsuit stuff, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, and Robin is like, I don't want to share with you guys because you're not really my friends. And then Karen gets really mad because she's like – they keep saying this thing. They're like, you – you made everyone question the integrity of this group. And I want to know from you, like, what do you think that means? Who said that though? Karen and, and Candace kept saying that, that you made everybody question the integrity of this group. Yeah, or, I, think I, I think it was the
1: it was Karen's way of saying integrity of the show because you're hiding things from it. I don't yeah. think she meant the group as a group of women. I think she meant the show. Is how I took it.
0: Yeah, and I think like, in that in that thought process, I think what the thought there is that you, when you watch a reality TV show, a lot of times the question is, this is all fake. You guys are producing storylines, none of this mm-hmm. is real, you're making people angry right. for no reason at all, right? And right. that's like always a criticism of reality TV shows, especially Housewives. Right. So when you have a season like you did last year where Giselle comes in with this Chris Bassett is a predator shit. Correct. And all we- who
1: has is hiding. Stop.
0: robin is hiding actual real life drama right. then it feels like and then she goes and karen is really mad about that paywall right she's so <laughs> mad but giselle is so funny Giselle's
1: like it's just five bucks like you don't <laughs> but she means that you made us question the integrity of the show because you wanted to release that information just for your benefit where you make money off of it but you don't want to participate and share that story on our platform where we would all benefit from the show doing well
0: yeah robin says that um like she's being attacked and all this stuff she i also feel like robin is taking a lot of it out on candace because she can't take it out on one
1: that's it. That's pretty much it. And and the women know it. At that point, they're all, you know, they're all know that they're pushing her to come out and say that and just lose it. So they can. they're trying to break her so they can build her back up is how they see it. But she's not breaking because she's she is so determined to to protect one at all costs.
0: Yes. Like, and go you- ahead. She tells the story about, again, the DMs again. She starts to tell that story again, the one that we've heard a million times. And she says this time she's never actually seen the DMs because Juan cleans his phone out like crazy.
1: Mm -hmm. He's just paranoid, you know, you know, AI and all of that shit. You know, Google is always watching us. You never know. He's like he's like the the best, uh, you know, he's like, what is that? What is that called? What is that uh, platform now? Oh, signal! It oh. clears everything. <laughs> There's no proof. Yeah, he's doing
0: really important work. Right. Like you guys wouldn't know that, but Wandesen right. is doing really important work. He's really a spy. He's super- a CIA spy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs like ultra, ultra encrypted messages, like really, right. really serious stuff. Yeah. Right. Just like, di- like honestly, I'm surprised that Wands' phone doesn't combust after he, you know, right finishes reading his messages right. because. Whatever he's doing in the streets of Maryland is very, very important.
1: <laughs> and that did not make you mad, Robin? Especially when you, there is a, you see the proof that he paid the bill. If that bill did not have her, his, info, if the girl hadn't come out and put it mm-hmm. on online, Robin yep. would never know. That's the sad yeah. part here. Robin and- would never know.
0: And that's like the depressing part about Robin is that she doesn't think about it that way, right? Like she thinks about it in the sense of like Juan gets caught doing something. She confronts him about it. He just kind of probably shrugs his shoulders and
1: says, okay, Robin, I did it. Now what? Unless she catches him naked with this woman naked having sex, you know, with her own eyes, not even video. That's when she's going to be. That's when that's the that's the when she it the proof might, you know, actually register with her. I don't even think so. I think Wa-
0: <clears throat> I think Robin could see one, you know, mid thrust and she still would not do anything about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. She could see one balls deep into something else, and she would not care. Or even if she did care, she would be like, okay, like, I already knew he was going to do that. He's no, he been- would turn
1: around and say, but Robin, you woke up late. The kids went late to school. <laughs> you slept in this morning, and she would get on the defensive about her own stuff, and then she would walk away.
0: Okay, I know this is, like, a big word that I'm about to use. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know even know if I should use it. But something about Robin and Juan's relationship, like it feels like not abusive, but abusive adjacent,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: emotionally abusive adjacent.
1: But I think Juan doesn't even realize what he's doing is abusive. That's how I see it. Juan thinks of it as normal behavior and it's fine and it's nothing to do because Robin doesn't complain. The way or Robin doesn't protest and she protects him and then she, you know, sweeps it under the rug every time. So one has she is they have both enabled each other in that behavior. So because Robin is not. Complaining and is okay with one doing this, one thinks it's okay to do it and he doesn't realize in the process that he's this is abusive to her because it's emotionally draining on somebody like Robin.
0: Yeah. So later on in the episode when they start to talk about Michael Darby and the legal stuff and then we head over to the lawsuit and the Title IX violation, Robin gets really, really worked up and she gets really upset and she starts crying in the car and she's like, the lawsuit is the worst part of everything that we've been going through and you guys are all turning me into villain. And she says this because – uh candace says i'm not talking about my legal stuff because i don't think talking about legal stuff on the show is helping like robin you did that and i don't think that that helped your case Mm -hmm. right with juan and i think that when robin has that like meltdown and she starts crying in
1: the car i think it's because robin must have yelled at her or the lawyers must have said robin you shouldn't have said anything and she got into trouble for that and the thing is, like,
0: Robin said something because by that point she had already been hiding all this other shit that Juan had mm-hmm. done. And so she was just kind of like did the thing where she sweeps shit under the rug. And Robin, um I have this thought about her. Robin has an opportunity. I I told Ray this. I was talking to her about it. Mm-hmm. Robin has this opportunity, which, oh, by the way, happy birthday to happy Ray Sonny today. Ray um robin has this opportunity ray responded to your birthday message but she didn't respond to mine she me. actually didn't respond to my birthday message and now we're <laughs> calling her out on it no this is a,
1: an, a, an exchange She's i had with so her earlier enjoyed. today's her birthday we cannot say go yeah, listen
0: to this right yeah, yeah go wish ray sanya a happy birthday um anyway <laughs> robin has an opportunity to turn this whole thing around by being really funny about it like Robin, look at, okay, look at Karen Huger. Karen Huger came on the show. Her husband filed for bankruptcy. She was Mm -hmm. like, he needs to make millions to owe millions. She Mm -hmm. had no shame about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Giselle and Ashley and and, uh, Robin claimed that Karen didn't live in the house that she lived in. Mm -hmm. She said, no, I absolutely do. And she did it with like pride, right? Right. She never played the victim in any Mm -hmm. of it is the difference. And then they said- rob uh giselle said that uh what's her husband's name ray ray mm-hmm. is uh there was an erica lye lady that uh-huh. he was like trying to like hook up with who was like right you know i think um
1: this was Giselle's when Ray was in his head. early 70s by the way
0: <laughs> yeah yeah she also they also had the whole blue eyes thing a man in uh right. washington commander's jersey right and like all this stuff right but Karen has never played the victim in any of it. Karen Mm -hmm. has taken it with like a level of pride and confidence. And if Robin tomorrow came on the show and was like, Juan and I's marriage is perfect and we are an institution. Like, That would be so much fun. Like I would love for Robin to come on the show and be delusional in a confident way because that's what I like when housewives are delusional in a confident way. Mm -hmm. Robin is delusional in a sad, abusive, adjacent way. And that is hard for me to watch. It makes me really sad. It makes me upset because like, I do think Wendy and Candace are good people who, who do care about her. But at mm-hmm. the same time, Candace, he, she wasn't great to Candace. She was videotaping Wendy while right. um, Wendy was getting into an altercation with Mia. Like, I don't think that, you know, she brought that like stupid speaker right. out
1: last year. Right. Robin I think- cannot do those shenanigans when... When or she can do those shenanigans, but then others who are going to come back at her. She cannot then act uh, act as a victim. She needs to understand that this is what will happen to her. The other thing is when she talks. When she said that um, Juan deletes all his all his uh, messages like crazy and he's crazy about crazy like that and blah 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 she's still defending him she knows as she is saying that she's almost stumbling because she cannot say as she's saying that she knows that it's going to look bad and then the entire room the 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 cameras sit on Giselle's face. Giselle is like, what? And she's like trying to hide her emotions and keep a straight face. But you can tell from Giselle's the slack jaw and the big eyes that even Giselle is shocked by that. And Wendy and, you know, everybody else is like rolling their eyes and saying, "Okay, whatever. But that's, I think, the moment when everybody realizes that they're beating a dead horse and the horse's name is Denial and that Wendy is just that Robin is never going to accept it, right? So it's it's like Robin knows the truth too. You don't, You guys don't have to prove it to her. She knows what's happening, but she's unable to get out of it because the only person who can get her out of it is somebody who approaches her with like extreme kindness that she feels safe to just openly say it out loud that this is what's happening. Yeah,
0: and I think that that Giselle
1: and Robin are very
0: aware of the
1: difference between
0: each other, right? Like Giselle was cheated on multiple times. Mm -hmm. She was made a fool of by Mm -hmm. Jamal Mm -hmm. and she decided to move past it and talk about it openly. Right. Robin came into the show already with like her tail between her legs being like, yeah, I was cheated on by this like NBA player, but like we're divorced, but we're still living together. And like, we have sex sometimes like, Robin, I've always said this: like Robin has never come in to the show being very confident about herself alone as a person. That's versus like as, versus Robin Dixon, wife yeah. of Juan Dixon.
1: Right, it's extreme, extreme. self-esteem. Yeah. It's it's sad to watch. It is really sad to watch. Um, what's not sad know. to watch? I don't know if she's ever, but it's hopefully she'll get out of it and then it'll be glorious to watch because robin can be extremely funny she can be uh she can be a good housewife if she didn't have all these other shit that's like dragging her down
0: yeah exactly um what is funny this episode is karen again they go to a distillery that karen keeps asking if this is beer and the guys like nope <laughs> It's a distillery, and she's like, is this beer? This is the beer. And he's like, nope, still whiskey, <laughs> still whiskey. Sure. Then they get to a lunch, and this is when we get into how Karen, Karen didn't realize that she was paying for Twitter Blue.
1: I mean, how embarrassing. <laughs> but so Karen, and so me, actually. <laughs> I so, probably am <laughs> paying for shit that I don't know I'm paying for right now. No, no. Not at all. Now, do you think that
0: it was Karen actually paying for it or do you think Matt signed her up for it? Matt signed her up for
1: sure. Mm-hmm. Matt mm-hmm. signed her up. She doesn't know. She is shocked that it's eleven dollar. She's not even paying for the eight dollar version. She's paying for eleven dollar version. I don't even know what that means. Eleven dollars. Can you imagine? <laughs> she's wow. shocked. She's and like, I, I love that innocent. like they don't
0: even I am innocent. <laughs> I love that they don't even like get at Mia for it. They're like, yeah. yeah, of course Mia would. Like, and Mia's yeah, like, I, I do. do. No, Mia says, yeah, I paid for it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, Mia has no problem with that. Um, Ashley says that they're going to go play chicken shit bingo. And Karen is really upset because she says that she cannot dirty be around bird. the dirty bird.
1: Dirty bird. <laughs> she cannot even be around them dirty birds.
0: Okay. Um Wait, I was going to say one other thing. One other thought I had about Robin is that that's why I understood why Wendy later on was like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about Robin's marriage. Like, if, if Robin wants to be with the man that cheats on her, then that's fine. That's right. for Robin. I don't give a shit anymore. Right. Right. Um. Anyway, speaking of Wendy, Mia tries to make a jab at Wendy about uh, a black crow. She says, Is that your mama? And Wendy gets really upset. And then she starts to promise six- Wendy
1: didn't come back like, hot and was actually vulnerable and started crying and I was like oh that's a nice twist Wendy I think that Wendy doesn't want to be
0: vulnerable in front of the Nigerian girl but she's okay being vulnerable in front of these girls I and think it, that yeah, like there I is I thing
1: a- she knows that if she's vulnerable she'll pull them back towards her and not the yeah. other
0: Nigerian girl <laughs> also that's possible yeah but she does this explanation of like the shrine and feeling misunderstood and I think it does suck that like you think that when a person is coming on the show who is from your same tribe like you're going to feel less misunderstood but Neca is only adding to that. However, Wendy, the person who's mm-hmm. really adding to all of this is your mom. Mhm.
1: Yeah, your mom shouldn't girl. be talking to anybody about anything in there. Yeah, and Wendy, your gonna- mom. I was thinking from the other scene from the uh, from the you know, um what was it they had, uh, christening or, no, what was it? Um, was it christening? No, whatever that event First was. First communion. First communion, sorry.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, when her mom came and started talking and said, is is Mia coming because should I get a raincoat and all of that? And And Karen is sitting there and I'm thinking, I wonder how much older or younger than her mom Karen is. Like they must be around the same age, right?
0: It's possible. I mean, Wendy and So I'm is, feeling
1: like Wendy's mom wants to be part of the show, and it's oh, not really. Totally. Yeah. Like, She's like, like, if Karen can be
0: there, why can't I? Yes. Well, Wendy's not even 40 yet. She's 39. Mm. She has an older sister. Right. I'm going to say, yeah, let's let's give or take 25 to 30 years on top of that. Mm-hmm. Her mom is probably like, yeah, I could be on Real Housewives of Potomac mm-hmm. if we've got Giselle and Karen here. Right.
1: I think she is like close to triple 60 on the other side of the triple, triple 60. 60? Not triple 60, triple 20. <laughs> on the other side of the triple 20.
0: Not triple 60. Well, she oh, she Which then, if she's triple 60 and she's still she's alive?
1: A witch.
0: <laughs> Um, there was also this weird moment that like Wendy had when Nekka is explaining her Nigerian wedding and all of that and titles. She just looks so pissed that Nekka is there. And I'm just like, Wendy, I wish you would just like
1: not be such a fucking weirdo about it. I thought yeah. she got pissed because Nekka said, well, some people buy the title. And yeah. that's why Wendy got pissed. Like, is she implying that we somehow have bought a title or what? I don't know. Yeah, but like
0: also Wendy's having such a private experience about right. everything that Nekka is. is saying, right? She like is. it's weird. It is weirdo right. behavior. Right. Anyway, any other thoughts about Potomac before we go to Mary to No, I one?
1: just thought like Karen held it all together. Um, I thought that for whatever, you know, for Ashley to go all the way to um to austin and then have them paint the vaginas it doesn't make any sense so it's like for me like why did they have to all go to austin of all places no the austin of, thing is still... all of these activities could have happened here yeah yeah exactly it just think, doesn't make sense i
0: think the only reason why they force them all to go there is so that they have to all film together I right think that that's like the they're all
1: in the same place and they cannot just drive away exactly
0: right um married to medicine. Now, speaking of filming together, this whole episode of Married to Medicine was basically all about the television show Married to Medicine. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with like they went on a quote unquote business trip for Toya's business and brand. But really the whole thing was we are on a television show. Quad was not supposed to be on this television show. She is somehow Mm -hmm. still getting back on the television show. And we are gonna put our foot down and not let her mm-hmm. film. Which so did you see I what Quad said
1: it. online? No. So somebody said somebody was saying something in support of Quad, and she's like, "Well, it only took two more episodes. You'll see them throw me off the show and in yeah. an ugly way." And I'm yes. like, "Okay, I can see them preparing for it." Basically, but you yeah. Know what? I'm on. I'm on. Um, I'm on Toya's side on this one. I don't know, Ugh. man. Toya is right. Quad has always, always been snide to her. Throughout the throughout the show, she's always given her a backhanded compliment. She's been nasty about Eugene. She's said some really bad things about Toya's house, about her. And she's, um, you know, she's implied that Toya is uh, uh, stole from um, you know, Anila, she's done a lot of things over the years that where I know that they put down Toya. And Toya's like, I had to have a breaking point. Yes,
0: I agree. But Toya mm. has also done some really shitty things to Quad, okay? Um, I think the, the original sin was that Mariah and Quad were besties. Right. And Mariah had Quad do some of her dirty work against Toya, right? Correct, correct. And then you kind of, like, move that around, and I think that, like, Quad – I think Quad iced out Mariah from the show, Mm -hmm. and they're now icing Quad out from the show. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's kind of what's happening here. Right. Um, But also, we can't forget how fucked up it is for Quad to be in an abusive marriage, get divorced – and then have these women cozy up with her ex-husband and then bring her, her abusive ex-husband and new but wife what, on the television. Quad show.
1: was ignoring them and wasn't sharing with them and wasn't talking to them. That was before they brought sweet tea on. Yes, yeah, sure, that was sure. Yeah, but yeah. I think Quad could see that the men in the group were still friendly with um dr g Gregory. so she yeah. wasn't going to share anything with the wives because she didn't want any of the any of what she was thinking what she her she was thinking with the lawyers what the moves she was making in the divorce she did not want that information to go to dr g's and she was abused so she was holding back But I also think the women didn't approach her in a way where they were like, we are on your side. We believe you. We think you were abused. Not one of them acknowledged that she was abused. They didn't talk about all of that, right? Maybe they did in the reunion, but they did not talk more about it and, you know, follow through with that. So I can see where Quad is upset too. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think she owes an. Just she owes an apology to Toya as well, yeah. For some of yeah. the more recent things she did, and she is refusing to do so. So yes. that's that's upsetting for sure.
0: Yeah. So the first scene is this meeting with Simone, Jackie, Toya, and heavily, and essentially they're basically just talking about how they're they don't want quad to film with them anymore and they're what kind of say that we've
1: never met. the four of us have never met like we have never had a meeting or we have never gone out or something they're like, like that.
0: we've never hung out we haven't hung out like this in a long time yeah because i think typically um quad and typically have it's usually when it's when it's heavenly and Jackie and Simone usually mm-hmm. or Simone and Toya and Jackie or Simone mm-hmm. and Toya and Hem- like or it's everybody in the group together but it's typically mm-hmm. not the four of them but i think what they really mean is like the show like mm-hmm. toya's like i don't want quad to be there because of my business and all that and i want the business people to see this see us in a positive light i think she means a television show mm-hmm. and toya says she doesn't want the theatrics and she doesn't mm-hmm. see a relationship with quad And Mm -hmm. then the other ladies basically complain that Quad doesn't talk to anybody in the group on the regular and they want Quad to take accountability for all the stuff that she's doing. I mean, they want her to be real and genuine, but this is essentially a production meeting. This is Mm -hmm. essentially a this is our last straw of trying to be on this television show with her. And did you hear that Quad didn't sign a contract for
1: a really long time with the show because she wanted more money? I heard that, but also because she did not sign a contract for a very long time, the women thought she wasn't coming in and they got cozy with sweet tea. And then all of a sudden she signed and showed up and it messed up whatever they were trying to, their whole storyline and where they were going with it.
0: I think they also feel shitty for
1: doing that. I think so too. I think it's part guilt. Yes. And that's why they're giving a few more, but they also want to justify What they did and why. So they're talking about that. But the Quad is also being, you know, uh, pig-headed about apologizing and just approaching them with a little bit more humility. When she had her own show, she did. She did ignore them and she did act like she was better than them. She did do that. And that's what, you know, uh, Simone and Jackie, that's what they are going off of. Remember when...
0: I love Simone. She's so, you want to talk about theatrics. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when Simone had that meeting with Quad? I don't know at whose house it was in the, it was in maybe somebody's backyard and she shows up with sneakers that have dollar bills in the soles of the shoes. Oh yeah.
1: That was Heavenly's backyard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Simone's like, I'm going to
0: talk cash money shit or something like that. And she gets really mad at Quad because Quad, she doesn't, again, it's the same thing. You don't hang out with us. You don't want to hang out with us. You don't want a relationship with us, blah, blah, blah. Um, That was the first
1: time they confronted Quad about not hanging out with them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They get to Napa and Toya is, what do you think about the fact that they didn't even get Quad a room?
1: Yeah, that was confusing. Did the new woman, the new housewife or new doctors, the new dentist get added on like at the very last minute. Like, were there, know. was production, here's what I was thinking. We, did we talk, did we meet her prior to this? We no. met her. She's been around, but she's
0: never, We I think like on the first episode, it was like, oh, Alicia's a dentist and her husband yeah. is a surgeon. And like, that right. was it.
1: I think it felt like they were testing and that she hadn't signed the contract yet. She was, They were testing her out. And now the production said, no, she's coming on this trip. And so they brought her and they're like, okay, I hope Quad doesn't show up because we are trying to get her off the show, but Quad shows up. And so that's where the confusion came from. It almost feels like the core four, as they call themselves, where in the process of talking to production and saying, we'll film with Quad, but if she doesn't say what we want her to say, if she doesn't come straight with us, then we are done. We don't want her. Since we have this other woman, we are going to be good with that. And we're going to take her on the trip. So it almost feels like there was something going on in the back uh, with production. And so it was almost like is Quad already fired. You know how you complain to HR about something and yeah. then you're talking to your boss and you're like, OK, the boss is going to fire that other person because they were atrocious. But then they show up to the all staff and then they show up the next day and they're given a project. And you're like, wait a minute. We had a conversation. It almost seemed like on Friday you were going to give them the pink slip. And then come Monday, this person is still here. What does this mean? That's wow. where I think that whole thing was. Well, Arthi, that sounds was very specific. specific. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm it's going like- through shit.
0: <laughs> I was like, Wait. <laughs> I've never had that happen before. Well, number one, because my previous companies that I worked for had shitty HR. So I knew that that was. The- it
1: <laughs> happened to you. You are the person that they are trying to get a big oh, no. slip. Oh, no. You're the person who shows up on Monday and everybody around you is wondering why. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm quad.
0: Uh. <laughs> Wait, about Sorry, this new no. girl, Alicia, this new girl, Alicia, this is what Heavenly has to say about her. She's not dumb, but she seems that way because compared to the other bitches, we're brilliant.
1: <laughs> Heavenly and her backhanded compliments. I love her. <coughs> Heavenly- the scene with Heavenly and Alora. Was so beautiful. I just love Alora. Yeah. Did you feel sad? Yeah.
0: Oh. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. I'm still <laughs> laughing about Heavenly saying Heavenly and Buddy both saying that they there was no wind in Florida when they were growing up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now there's hurricanes. <laughs> and, they're like, <laughs> and they're like Heavenly is like, you just want to grow up and become me, Mama. I should have named you Heavenly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um also uh wait hold on again okay. <laughs> like the fact that uh what's his name um what was his name god what's it what is his name damon damon is like damon. when we were growing up 20 years ago there was no wind there was no hurricanes. nothing like hurricane katrina literally was 20 years ago so like what are you saying <laughs> He
1: thinks he's uh, twenty years ago old, but he's really forty years ago. He means forty years ago. I know that's my problem too these days. Right. No, it's it happens to me all the time. I keep thinking words. I'm thirty and
0: I'm not. No, you know, this year was my uh town's uh ten year or twenty year my high school twenty year reunion. Uh <laughs>
1: No reaction like forty year reunion. forty year reunion what why? why are you telling us why are you saying these things? no yours would like be like yours would be thirty no thirty maybe um ninety two yeah yeah yeah, yeah
0: okay everybody relax, okay I yeah. graduated in two thousand three from high school
1: <laughs> you graduated in this millennium. I
0: graduated <laughs> in the previous one at least I wasn't born in this millennium. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, um, when Quad arrives, it is just super fucking awkward. I appreciate the fact that Toya straight up is like, Simone, why are you being nice to her? Like, why are you being nice to her? Why are you pretending? Um, and then they get to this dinner. And T- Quad does the thing that she always does, which is where she toasts to Toya. Now, so what of this dinner did you watch? Because you said that you couldn't watch last So I
1: watched until... Simone told Toya. So Quad toasts the dinner, toasts Toya. Toya is not quite believing her. Simone says, this is a good thing that you did. And then she says that you still would. She says something along the lines of you still have to apologize or something along those lines. And then Quad comes back and says, yes, I would do that. But I also felt like you guys weren't supportive. You guys weren't there for me, blah, blah, blah. And then so Simone says, if we were that kind of people, why would you want to hang out with us? That's where that's yeah, where exactly. it stopped. And I kept rewinding to that point, And then I couldn't go further.
0: Yeah. So essentially what happens is Quad is like, I should have done things differently, but I just didn't feel safe in the group. And Simone's like, stop playing the victim. But if you don't feel safe, why are you here? And Quad Mm -hmm. says she wants a clean slate. She wants to change things. She doesn't want to keep doing things the way they were before. And they keep saying Quad's not taking any accountability. But at the same time, Quad's not taking any accountability, but they're also not telling Quad what she did wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that that's that's what's also bothering me because I'm like, if you think that Quad is not taking accountability, I mean, granted, I think that Toya did try to say it last episode, but, like, that's when Heavenly speaks up, right? Like, Heavenly – so, oh, so this is the part that really kicked up. So they keep circling around it. Simone mm-hmm. and Toya are like, you didn't take accountability. You need to own it. Own it. And she's like, I don't know what you want me to own, right? So then Heavenly speaks up. And you saw earlier in the episode there's, like, sort of an icy exchange between – Heavenly sorry between Phaedra and Quad like they assume that Phaedra changed her flight because she didn't Mm want to fly with Quad and there's something going on between the two of them so Heavenly says that Phaedra told (laughs) that Phaedra told her that she doesn't want anything to do with Quad anymore because Quad because of how Quad behaved at the uh, funeral thing. Because yeah. that was going to be Phaedra's big way of getting Quad to come back into the group. Like we're going to do this. We're going to produce television. We're going to have this right. moment. Quad is going to say sorry. Everyone's <coughs> going to hug, and then we're going to be hunky dory and shady, low key shady. I general. know.
1: She quite, You know, he, Phaedra brought Benji into it. It was a yeah. lot. It was a lot. So then,
0: apparently, Phaedra tells Quad that she. Or Phaedra tells Heavenly that she and Quad are not really seeing eye to eye. They're not friends. Literally the same day, Quad and that she doesn't want to bring Quad to the Napa trip because she doesn't want to be the one who's responsible for Quad every time, which is hilarious considering that she also brought Quad to Sweet Tea's Bachelorette party. Like, why do you, why? I don't know. Anyway, and immediately after that, Heavenly says she, she hadn't spoken to Quad, but after she found out that Phaedra and Quad had a falling out, Quad started calling Heavenly and being like, hey, sister, what's going on? And so Heavenly says, Quad, I feel used by you. Like I feel like you use mm-hmm. me. You're not actually friends with me. You just use me for well, the that's show. one it's thing like...
1: where Heavenly actually says to Quad what's what she feels. Yes. Why?
0: Exactly. And then Quad says that she and and then Heavenly's also like, and Quad, don't act like you don't know what's going on between you and Phaedra because you picked up the phone and you talked shit about Phaedra to me. And Quad's mm-hmm. like, What did i say and heavenly says that quad told her that phaedra and uh, gregory used to date and the reason why gregory dumped phaedra is because she was asking for four thousand dollars a month as like uh as his girlfriend
1: (laughs) and that's a low number for phaedra like that would not even pay for her purse
0: yeah, oh, my God. Literally, she says, my my purse is $10,000. What am I going to do with $4,000 a month? Oh, my God. Look at that. I didn't even watch it.
1: <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> you should be unmarried can... to medicine. I know, right? They could be um, like, you're a doctor, but you're a PhD. Well, okay. And then the, that's when it would start. I would be like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, exactly. But you would be <laughs> best friends with Heavenly.
1: Oh, I would be. Oh, yeah. you know. I would be um, buddy with buddy. You don't know that. Yeah. It...
0: So then they kind of go back and forth, and the whole thing ends with this is the exchange. Okay. This is the exchange. I wrote it down. It ends with heavenly. I'm sick of your shit. Quad. Fuck your shit too. Okay. Heavenly. No, you don't fuck my shit. Fuck my shit. Fuck your shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I hope it gets (laughs) fixed. I need to watch that part. (laughs) It's so silly. I mean, essentially, like, and then the next episode, in the next episode, they're basically going to sit Quad down and say that they don't want to have, they don't have an emotional connection with her. I think that's all that's going to happen. Like, I think Quad got on the show, asked for more money. They did not like it. They didn't know Mm -hmm. what was going to happen. And this is the way that they get her to not film anymore, which is by saying we don't have an emotional connection here and we don't want want to film with you because we have to remember like, yes, these are reality TV stars, but they're also regular people with regular jobs. So they function in a different way in the world than a Vanderpump Rules or like a Real Housewives, I feel like.
1: I don't even know if Quad, what does Quad do now? I don't know. But at the same time, I'm like. When Simone asked Quad, "Why would you want to be here?" and I'm like, "For the paycheck. Why? What do you mean, Simone? Like, what are you talking about?" And she I think that she their came problem. here because she needs to film. Every time she films, she makes money.
0: I think, but I think that's their issue with Quad is they feel yeah. like this is a really special opportunity. And like for the like, Jackie says on this episode, she's going to meet with Kamala Harris. Right? Like, mm-hmm. Jackie is. They want to actually use the platform not just for, like, silly, goofy shit, but they also want to be, like – they want to bring attention to something. Like, every episode right. – like, this is why we love it. Every season they do something. Quad hasn't necessarily done anything in that right. way for the show, right? She brings right. a lot of, like, the shadiness and the go- – like, The she's yeah. a reality TV – Quad is a reality TV star, the women on Married to Medicine are not just reality TV stars. And I think right. that's like the core difference of the show. Mm-hmm. Like that's also why mm-hmm. they didn't jive with Anila. Because Anila was just a fucking influencer. Yeah. They didn't want right. that. Right. So who knows? And that's why they're also confused about <clears throat> why Sweet T's there. Besides the fact that she's married to
1: Gregory. Are, I think they're truly being kind to Sweet T because they're looking out for her. And they're like, they truly think she's an innocent baby that they have to protect yeah. and even even you know even heavenly in her crude way where she says he's 50 55 years so he's old ass and you're married to you're only 30 this is not a yeah, girl girl <laughs> yeah. oh my like, god she just got married give her a couple months maybe she knows that maybe she's waiting for his ass to die who knows <laughs> i think also though
0: I also think though that and like Gregory is wish- not
1: doing anything but uh, anything to dismiss that either. He's no. like, "Can you pick up my prescription?" <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: like he's like an old man. Like I think that I do wish that like Simone would be smarter. Like Toya is an idiot for the most part, so I understand why she would want to rub up with Gregory because she her vengeance is more important to her than like common sense. But Simone should be smarter than this. Like I don't know why mm-hmm. Simone is rubbing up with a guy like Gregory. Like that genuinely right. confuses me. But also, let's let's not forget Simone is friends with Amarosa. True. So <laughs> Well, I mean compared to Gregory, Amarosa
1: is fine. It's okay.
0: Yeah, that's true. Did you see, I yeah. didn't watch the show House of Villains. I don't know. I I Oh, I don't know. I how keep she's thinking doing. I want to watch it.
1: I watched it. the first two episodes. It was actually okay. I didn't mind it. And then I lost track of what channel and where it is because I went to India and then I just lost track of it. Where do I stream it? I should Google that. I can Google it. It's somewhere. It's probably on Peacock. Won't it be on Peacock? Well, it's not on I Peacock. Know. It's in e it show somewhere. So I think- and then I was watching it and then I lost track of it. So I have to figure it out. I think it's on Paramount. Probably, but I how think. did I see it? I don't have an access to Paramount, so... Do you have cable? Yeah, but I don't have... Oh, you have E on cable? Yeah. I thought Paramount Plus is what I was thinking. No, okay. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Yeah, it's probably on E. Anyway, on that, New York calls her a... a cum-guzzling Republican cunt. <laughs> oh, wow. So... New York. You know, New York, there we'll we go. we hold back. <laughs> Any other thoughts on these television shows?
1: I um I liked how um Simone is still trying to get her sons to behave, giving them a contract. Um so good. which I know they're going to violate every every inch of the way because she just yes, raised course. those boys like Cecil is the influence that they see. They're like, if yeah, if dad can do this, why can't we?
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. She and and Simone is just so tired of paying for everybody's bills.
1: Right, she's so, literally raising three kids. She really is, and she's gonna do for this
0: Yeah, I worry for myself. I see so much of myself in Simone sometimes, no. as a mother of two boys.
1: Yeah, but your husband yeah. has a job and takes care. He of does. You. He does. He doesn't <laughs> want to like be.
0: A, so. He doesn't want to be a barkeep in his own basement. Right. <laughs> Just whenever <laughs> you, you see people wiping down a me. counter.
1: Right. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> I like how Simone approaches him. She knows that she doesn't want to fight with him. So she says, we are doing a project of good memories. Let's put that. And then she looks at two pictures and said, let's talk about... Michael, let's talk about what you said. She just she just warms him up and then she's like, "Okay, but I what I really want to say is what you're doing is bullshit. Yes,
0: (laughs) I feel like. But that's like from years of like, you know, Simone actually jumping in first without asking, without having a nice moment. Right. You know, and so she's like, let me start this off by warming this man up. Right, because
1: remember, Simone bought houses without talking to him. She was doing (laughs) her own shit, right? She was doing her own stuff. She didn't bother talking to him and interacting with him. But now she's like trying to.
0: Okay, suddenly like now in my late 30s, been married for 12 and a half years. Uh The idea that- Sounds good, right? Sounds so good. (laughs) It sounds amazing. Like right. me and my friends talk about it all the time. We always say let's go in on an apartment together and it'll be like a little pia de terre and it's when, right. when we are sick of our family, we're just like, hey, I got to go in. I got go yeah. to go check into the place right now. I got
1: to go into the city. I'm going into the city. Just buy it yeah. in the city or, you know, adjacent like city, adjacent, like, like Hoboken or something.
0: Yeah. like I, Or like just Montclair. Like I should yeah, get, get an apartment in Montclair too. and yeah. I should Airbnb it when it's not being yeah. used. And yeah. then it'll be, like, my little hidey hole from when I'm do sick it. Do it. Right. Do it. Okay. Do it. You got it. Yep. Okay. Just
1: Done. do it. I would do it with you, but then my trip – I cannot just too pick far. up and come three hours away to
0: one I know. I know. It's too it's far. It's too far. But, like – I, that house makes so much sense and yeah. the fact that Simone had no like issue and then on top of that her biggest thing was like okay I did buy a house and what did Cecil do to bring me back home like
1: that would totally be me <laughs> she was like I'm done I'll come on the weekend until then I'm here I'm gonna go to bed by myself I'm gonna enjoy my solitude it sounds incredible it does sometimes i tell my you husband you spend that, all your 20s wanting to get married and have a life and then you know by the time you got to your 30s into your 40s you're like yeah i got i want you to leave me alone <laughs>
0: again i'm extremely happily married but i think that when people hit the 10 year mark i mm-hmm. think that's enough and i think that maybe sometimes you should like be oh, able
1: imagine to imagine 25 <laughs> it's dragging <laughs> oh god okay we're still doing that we wake up every morning still doing it today okay all right still married. okay You're fine still here? all it's right it's too much work to go through the other side like okay fine whatever exactly oh god let's get our retirement benefits first <laughs> you know what that.
0: sometimes i tell my husband i've told him this that when we retire instead of like because we always talk about living in the city because like we least to yeah. live in Queens and, like, even yeah. when we lived in Queens, we were, like, not really doing the city life stuff because we, like, uh. were broke and right. <laughs> we wanted to have a baby. Like, it was just different. Right. So we always talk about when we retire, we want to move into, like, a nice condo. Yeah. I'm like, honestly. With the doorman. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't be mad if we had two condos across the hall from each other. Yeah. And, like, he had his own well, and I like, had his own. like one of those
1: hotel rooms that has a connecting door.
0: I, no thank you. I don't want the connecting door. I need oh, okay. a whole separate unit and across the hall from a whole separate unit. Okay. So you that, don't like, even can... want
1: to meet in the dining room. You just you want it to be no, it's not two no, separate we, bedrooms. We invite each other
0: to our homes oh, when okay. we want to spend time with each other. Okay. okay. <laughs> and that way we're close enough where it's like we're not separated. We're obviously yeah, so you we would, live together you in this would, building. Yeah, he
1: would smell you if you passed out and died. Yes,
0: exactly. I mean, I would have like an alert button. In yeah,
1: case.
0: you know, like the string in the bathroom at the hospital.
1: Uh, somebody, somebody to call nine one one if if you end up dying on the on the bathroom floor.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's gonna That's be all. him. How yeah. lucky for him! <laughs> Does he know how lucky
1: he is? <laughs> he, <laughs> he gets to find your dead body. <laughs> <laughs> so lucky. <laughs>